Thank you for tuning into sermons from Liberty Baptist Church in Newport Beach, California. Our goal is to help you know God more and take the next step in your spiritual journey, no matter where you're at. If you have questions about God or about Liberty, you can connect with us at libertybaptistchurch.org. We pray that the Lord will use this message to be a help and encouragement in your life. Tonight, would you please take your Bibles and go to the Gospel of John, John chapter number eight. I want to thank Miss Kaylee for playing the piano tonight, wherever you're at, Kaylee, and uh, also uh, Evan for playing the guitar. It's good stuff. Appreciate that. All right. The Gospel of John, John chapter number eight and verse number 44, John chapter number eight And verse number 44. In John chapter number 8, verse number 44, the Bible says this. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Tonight, church family, I want to speak on this subject. And if I could tag a title to this text, it is simply this. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The world's biggest liar is a competition that is held annually in Cumbria, England. Uh, Competitors from all around the world have five minutes to tell the biggest, most convincing lie. One occasion, there was a bishop of Carlisle, and he has a record, Brother Ricky, for the most shortest speech of all time in this competition. He stood up that day, Susanna, and he simply said with all boldness and with all conviction and sincerity, here's what he said. He said, I have never told a lie in my life. And he was crowned the victor that day. (laughs) From an article of Small Business, uh, common reasons for lying are lying to save face, lying to shift blame, and lying to avoid confrontation. Lying to get one's way. Lying to be nice. I recently was blessed with a new niece. And if you haven't seen her, she's lovely. She she is beautiful. But sometimes when babies are born, you guys know what I'm talking about. Sometimes when babies are born and uh, parents, they're so happy, they show you the picture. I think all of us have fallen into the category at one time or another of telling the new parents and Bible, and I think we've done it before. We say, oh, your, your baby's so cute. And on the back of your mind, you're thinking cute if it was E.T. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Lying, lying to make yourself feel better. The stats tell us that most people lie four times a day. That equates to 1,460 times approximately every year. Uh, And would you believe it or not, most men lie twice as much as women. Yeah, 
that's right. The definition of lying is a false statement deliberately presented as being true. In the book of Acts, we find a story of a man who was so gracious that he sold one of his possessions and he gave all of his money to the church. His name was Barnabas. And there is a couple who thought we could do the same. However, they did not give all of the proceeds to the church. They kept back part of the proceeds for themselves. And when they presented the gifts to the church or to the disciples, they presented it like Barnabas did. They say, we sold a possession and here it is. We gave you the money that we, we profited off of this sale. And right there, Miss Nancy, Peter said, why has Satan filled thine heart to lie unto the Holy Ghost? And Ananias, Ananias and Sapphira were struck dead that day. And three hours later, they called in his wife, Sapphira, and they said, okay, tell me, did you sell it at this price? And she said, yes. And Peter said, they're at the door, the young men who buried your husband, and today they're also going to bury you. Why? Because they lied to the Holy Ghost. Exodus chapter 20, verse 16, the Bible says, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Revelation 21, 8, the Bible says, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in a lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. This is the second death. Isaiah 29 and verse 13, the Bible says, wherefore the Lord said, for as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. Lying, lying. Jesus had just spoken to the Pharisees. He's in the temple, speaking to the Pharisees, to the religious and to the zealous. And he told them, he said in John 8, verse number 32, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Further down the text, Jesus told him in 36, if the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Jesus said in John 14 and verse 6, I am the way, and then Jesus said, what church? The what? The truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And so Jesus Christ is the very essence of truth. He told them that if they believed his words, they would give them spirit and life. If they believed his words, they would be made free. But the Pharisees did not believe or receive the words of Christ. And the Bible begins to give us an explanation why. Here's what Jesus says. First of all, you'll see this. The contention right here in verse number 39. Look what the Bible says in John 8, 39. Watch this. The Pharisees answered and said unto Jesus, they said, Abraham is our father. Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, if ye were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. So what are the works of Abraham? Well, according to the Old Testament in Genesis chapter number 12, the Bible says that Abraham left Ur of the Chaldees. He left his countrymen. He left his place, uh, uh, his home, and what was comfortable to him and where he had his confidence, and he went out to a land that God was going to show him. 
Abraham is known as the friend of God. Even as little children in Sunday school, we sing, Father Abraham hath many sons. Hath many sons hath Father Abraham. Abraham was a man who went out and he obeyed what God told him to do. He was the one who obeyed the Lord and he was obedient. He was called the friend of God. And Jesus tells the Pharisees, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. In verse 40, he says, but now you seek to kill me, a man that had told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. If Abraham were alive today, he wouldn't seek to kill me. If Abraham were alive today, he would obey my words. You guys are not obeying my words. You are not Abraham's children. Verse 41, what did Jesus say? Look at John 8, 41. Ye do the deeds of your father. Okay, so he's not referring to Abraham now. And they said unto him, we be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. So basically, the Pharisees are saying, listen, Jesus, we're not pagans and we're not idolaters. We were raised in God-fearing homes. We're not born of fornication, all right? We were born in this, uh, we were born underneath the Mosaic law. We've learned about Abraham. We know about Moses. We've kept the law. And this is beyond offensive because they cannot claim Abrahamic spiritual descendants. They can claim his physical descendants, but they cannot claim his spiritual descendants. So they may be children of Abraham because of their, because of their family history, but they're not children of Abraham spiritually. It's so easy to be wrong about our spiritual status when we have a spiritual heritage. Please understand that tonight. It is very easy to be wrong about our spiritual status when we have a spiritual heritage. The blessing of that inheritance can become a curse. Spiritual growth happens in the soil of love for Jesus. Jesus said in verse number 42, watch what he says. Jesus said unto them, if God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceedeth forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he that sent me. And the clear indication that one is really God's child, and we have been transformed by the power of the saving grace of God, is that we love the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus pointed at the Pharisees and he says, listen, you don't love me. You don't have my father as your father. You're not spiritually Abraham's children because if you were spiritually Abraham's children, then you would believe me. You would obey my words. I speak the truth. I am speaking the truth. I am the truth. Number two, watch this confusion. In verse number 43, look what the Bible says in verse 43. Why do ye not understand my speech? This is Jesus referring to the Pharisees. Why don't you understand my speech? That word speech means language. Why don't you understand my language? Well, the reason, Jesus gives the reason. Because you cannot hear or receive my words. These men have rejected the word of God. And if you reject the word of God, you're not going to understand the word of God. Uh, I was, uh, two Friday nights ago, my wife and I were invited by Mr. Young 
and I think I told Ryu about this, but I was out in Koreatown, downtown Los Angeles. Is, does anybody know where downtown Los Angeles, Koreatown? Any raise your hand there? No? All right, good. Praise God. Okay. I was at Hanu Barbecue. Hanu Barbecue. What's Hanu Barbecue? That's Korean barbecue, baby. That's right. Okay. I was at Hanu Barbecue. And uh, he ordered a combo number A, and it came with three sides of meat. And it came with all kinds of the banchan, and that's all the sides you get, you know. And, and it, was, it was a great time. And, and, and then the waiter, he came to Young and his wife, Jackie, and he began to speak Korean. Well, I was sitting there with Ileana. I said, okay, all right, you know, they got the Korean thing going on. Praise God. I, I don't know Korean. I know a couple words, though, Pastor Jay. I know how to say, kamsamida. Kamsamida means what? Thank you. Y'all didn't learn, you're going to learn Korean tonight. Kamsamida means thank you. Sarangheo means I love you. Okay? Bulgogi means what? That sweet meat. That's what I'm talking about. Bulgogi. Let's say bulgogi. You're going to learn some Korean tonight. Ready? One, two, three. Bulgogi. That's that sweet meat. Kaibi is, are the ribs. And bop, that's the rice. Kimchi, that's that fermented cabbage stuff. You see what I'm saying? All right. So I know a little bit of Korean, but when they were speaking, I, I didn't understand. And Jesus tells the Pharisees, you don't speak my language. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are what? Foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. I find that in our society and in our culture today, people are not speaking God's language. People have lost their ever-loving mind to the point that there has to be a documentary and the title is what is a woman and well the documentary explains what a woman is people we're living in a day where people won't even accept the reality of a woman what is a woman you see satan has blinded the eyes of society by his lies God says, male and female created he. Satan says, many genders, whatever you feel like, that's what you are. If you feel like you're a cat, then hey, you're a cat. If you feel like you're a toucan, then you're a toucan. God says, a marriage is between a man and a woman. Satan says, a marriage is between two people or two entities or two things that love each other. God says, man and woman. Romans chapter 1 and verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a what? A lie. And worshiped and served the creature or themselves more than the creator who was blessed forevermore. A popular phrase in our culture today is simply this, live your truth. Live your truth. If it's true to you, then it must be true. Live your truth. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 through 12, the Bible says, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should, what church, believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Hebrews 6.18 states that it is impossible for God to lie. Listen to this. Equally, it is impossible for the devil to speak truth, even when he chooses to, to quote scripture for his purpose. 
truth. Jesus is truth. And notice the condemnation, verse number 44. Watch what Jesus said. So first they're confused. They think, okay, our father is Abraham. Jesus says, no, your father's not Abraham. Okay, then our father is God. And Jesus says, your father is, is not God. <laughs> your father's not God and your father's not Abraham. Then what does he say in verse number 44? Let's read this verse aloud, church family. Ready, begin. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father will ye do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar. Called him a murderer from the beginning. In Genesis chapter number 3, in verse number 1, listen to what the scripture says. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field that the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat, neither shall ye touch it lest ye die. What did God say? Don't touch it. That's what God said. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. God said, don't touch it. What did Satan say? Verse 4, Genesis 3, 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. His lie led to their death and consequently to the death of millions because of his lie. Satan's lies always lead to death, always. But on the other side of the coin, truth always leads to life. Deception always leads to death. Truth always leads to life. Watch what Jesus said in verses 45 through 47, John 8, 45. Because I tell you the truth, this is Jesus, you believe me not? Which of you convinceth me of sin? No one can convince him of telling lies because there's, there's no lie in Christ. And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? Verse 47, he that is of God Heareth God's words. Remember, thy word is truth. Ye therefore hear them not, because you're not of God. Write this down if you're taking notes. Make mental notes. Here's what it says right here. The only way to identify a lie is to know the truth. The only way to identify a lie is to know the truth. Know the truth. Know the truth. Last Sunday night, Mr. Cyprin spoke on study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The best defense against the devil's attack today is to know the word of God. It is that every Christian under the sound of my voice tonight would grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lest we be tossed around, my brothers and sisters, with all kinds of diverse doctrines and fables of men. 
lest Satan would come and lie to us like he did Eve of old and try to get us to fall and to sin against the holy God. You say, well, Sammy, what is the greatest defense today against the attacks of Satan? The greatest defense today is to know the truth, and when you know the truth, the truth shall make you free. Praise the Lord. Christ says he's a murderer from the beginning. Deception. Satan is above all things a liar. Please understand that tonight. He's a liar. He's the author of lies. By the way, he's still lying to the children of God even today. He's a liar. That's what he does. He lies. There is no truth in Satan whatsoever. Just like there is no lies in the Lord Jesus Christ, there is no truth in Satan whatsoever. He is a liar. He is the author of lies. He's the father of lies. He lies to people. He lies to people. He causes them to think sometimes that God indeed does not love them. One of the greatest lies that Satan tells people, God doesn't love you. God doesn't care about you. You're insignificant to God. And the greatest lies that he tells people today, and maybe some Christians. The Lord was saying that those who follow the devil are characterized by deception. They deceive themselves about their own hearts. They deceive themselves about life. They deceive themselves about Christ. They deceive themselves about God. They deceive themselves about the way of salvation. But listen to this. The greatest deception is to imagine that you are a child of God when in reality you are not. What a deception that is. Let's wrap this up and go to John 18, and I'll finish here. John chapter number 18. John 18, please, and look at verse number 37. John 18 and verse number 37. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? <laughs> Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I'm a king. To this end I was born, and for this cause I came into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Verse 38, Pilate saith unto him, what is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and here's what Pilate said, I find no fault in him at all. I conclude tonight, my brothers and sisters, I've only been saved for about 30 years. And I don't know Jesus like some of you know him tonight. But what I do know about Jesus is this. Listen to me and I'm done. All these years that I've walked with the Lord, I still today have not found any faults in the Lord Jesus Christ. What is truth? Pilate, you should have asked, who is truth? 
And truth that day was standing right in front of him. I find no fault in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight, my brothers and sisters. He is true. He is from everlasting to everlasting. He's never failed me once. He's never left me. He's never betrayed me. He's never let me cry alone. He has carried my sorrows and my grief. He's protected me. He's guided me. He's been my father. He's been my friend. Tonight is my joy to tell you that I still today find no fault in him. The devil's a liar, but Jesus, Jesus is the truth. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for listening to Messages from Liberty. Tune in next week for more Bible teaching or subscribe on iTunes to stay up to date with our current series.